Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film and Review. This week we are talking about Slither. It's a sci-fi horror comedy film. Yeah, it's all three. Sure. Why so not? Let's just start the show. Okay. No. What? <laughs> Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, so this week uh, we got the same crew as always around, and we're talking about Slither. Um, and I gotta say, this is a fun movie. Was it whose first time was it? Was it anyone's? Was anybody? No. I, I, it was no, my I first time all the way through it. I'd only seen no, the No, it was my first it time all the way through it, yes. Yeah. I've seen all the, like, the, obviously the bathtub scene and all that other shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't think was that good. It's not that big of a deal. It's but not. they definitely used but it it's in on their marketing. Every, yeah, their marketing. Yeah. It's all over their marketing. Yeah. Like, I guess that's will a, she get naked? That's no, a, she won't. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> nudity and fear. You see one nipple. Do you? I don't, I don't yeah, even I remember it. I, I must yeah, have blinked. Yeah, I didn't see it. I don't even, There's whatever. one nipple. Whatever. Who's Who's nipple? Who's one nipple? nipple? The girls. What girls? It's There's in many the girls. There's that part where he flicks her nipples when he turns the light. Or to say, you can, I just have a flip to sw- Hold on. A, a switch to flip. We're talking go, about yeah. the bathtub scene. We're talking about the bathtub scene. Well, that's in the middle scene. of the movie. Well, no, I know. That's what <laughs> I'm he's saying. Say, he's saying there's a nip slip. I so, didn't see it. If you're not a fan of our show, then you probably don't know that we do this every damn time. We start talking about the movie before we tell you what it's about. So what it's about <laughs> is uh, it's basically about this couple um, that has a marital riff. Aliens come to the planet... And turn people into slug zombies. Well, yeah, but how did it happen? No, because of a marital riff. I like it. No, oh, this okay. this film this film at its at its heart is a marital movie. Oh, is that? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, very very it's throughout the whole movie. <laughs> it's if one you, of the main themes of the movie. If that's how you pitched this movie to me, I would never have watched. I never it. would have made this it. This is a marital movie. <laughs> that movie's about a marital riff. It is. It's about aliens. a marital riff. It kind of is like, about a marital mm. riff. Take this to another studio is what I would say. <laughs> it's about a marital rift and, and a, some aliens and, and, come and down. And a friend zone sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No one got that out, out of uh, uh, I was more Starless focused, character. I was more focused on No one on got that aliens. out of Starless character. I what? did. What, I did. What? What? That that's one of her driving motivations. I did. I did. She did not Definitely. want to be in that relationship with Grant at yeah. all. Well, she wanted yeah. to be with the other guy. And she wanted. Yes, exactly. She certainly did. And uh, it, but it didn't. had to take him turning into an alien to to to. <laughs> that was the, the no, because even because even after he turned into an alien, she was still like, "We can make it work." Well, shit, that was all pillow talk. Yeah, yeah, even till the That's very end, she was sad. <laughs> exactly. She was sad to harm him, even yeah. though he was like, well, eating she didn't everybody. want him to die. She yeah. loved him. It was just a marital rift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure turned into one, didn't it? <laughs> it certainly did. <laughs> Some people got rift in this movie. That's yeah. for sure. So, it. Part of the story, which I think is is pretty great in it, is um, I actually like really like the Brenda character of like the younger sis- like the younger sister that was obviously part of the small town mm-hmm. that gets that he chooses to impregnate with the 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 slither creatures. That effect number one is awesome, and yeah. just that character was just. The way she played it, so trailer trash. And just oh yeah, so good. Like he nailed. I feel like he nailed like what you like. What I feel like, city people think country folk are like. 
Yes, I do. I, I, I actually really like that that theme in the movie, this whole idea of a small town. And there's history involved with the characters. Like, she always liked, what's his name, Gregory? Grant. 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 No, always, Grant's the husband. Oh, Bill. 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 She oh, who are we Bill. talking about right now? No, we're we talking, talking about the girl about the that he impregnated. Yeah. Oh, she yes. always oh, liked Grant. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Grant. sorry. I was right. Yeah. So she was always into Grant, and there was that history going on. Gone there, yes. And and then he kind of technically kind of... That's a very sexual scene. Yeah. It is. That's a very sexual scene. It is. In a he, very uh, lewd and... Trauma way. way. Yeah, trauma way, yeah. It was sure. absolutely, it was, absolutely. This movie is a trauma movie with a budget. I think it was I the like. only sexual scene, wasn't it? absolutely is. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean... Well, and yeah. the one when... Well, when they tr- well, the, Which causes the marital rift. That's not even a sexual scene, though. No. I mean, when a girl gets in bed with hair rollers, you think she really wants to get down? <laughs> no, she is yeah, not. Yeah, she's she's down. she's down for the night, fella. That's my yeah. that's my thing. Should have moved in before the rollers did. I, I thought he had a just response, you know. Well, when the hell are you ready? You know? <laughs> like I would have said the same thing. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> is that that shaming into sex thing we've talked about before on the show? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It's been forever. <laughs> but anyways, so so he. He's going to cheat on his wife, basically. Uh, so he goes out in the middle of the woods, and then actually Grant decides not to cheat because he loves his he wife. He does love his yeah. wife, yes. But they see like an egg sack or some kind of thing, and they're like, what is this? And they follow the trail. He gets penetrated by a, like a spore-looking thing. Yeah, it's like a dart. Yeah. And then The irony. Went, he went look... to penetrate, and he got penetrated. And it yeah. looked <laughs> painful, too. It did. Like, they it did absolutely. a good job with that. Oh, Can I ask, let me oh, ask no. you guys a question, though. Okay, you, you come across it like this weird object, and then it shoots out like what appears to be a needle. Aren't oh, what a fucking ran. Running. I'm running. <laughs> it running already, as it far are, as I can. I feel like it already kind of took control of him because it, it shows that x-ray shot, which is so oh, cool. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was really cool. And yeah. it goes up into the brain, so it's already there. It's already got control No, of he him. stood there for a good 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah, before. he was very curious. I'm not that it, curious. It was, I'm, I'm so incensed with fear. <laughs> at all times that I'm, I'm so running. F- I'm so full of oh, fear. You mean, I am. <laughs> Anything can harm you. When you see the sack? <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you see the sack, you're already running. You're not No, no. When that oh, thing absolutely. fucking pops out the top, I'm like, nope. I don't want nothing to do <laughs> with right. whatever what that is. Not doing this. What if it was a rare flower? <laughs> that was a moonlight bloom. Well, I can tell. <laughs> I'm not sticking around to find out, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'll come back tomorrow. I can tomorrow. tell you personally that I'm scared Once of large flowers. Once in a thousand flowers. year bloom. I'm and scared of sunflowers, large flowers. Are you scared of flowers? Yeah. Large really? flowers. Large oh. tomatoes. I'm giving you large flowers. What the fuck are we doing? Are we like making a grocery list right I now? Grew, I grew up on a sci-fi. I grew up on fear. sci-fi, and I have a very, <laughs> I'm very distrustful towards uh, uh, large large plant life. Very distrustful <laughs> towards okay. it. Okay. I've seen too many Star Trek films. <laughs> or whatever. So Star Trek film. the flowers are all out to get you. That's They always know. are. They always are. I saw <laughs> the happening. Yeah, that well, that's all. You saw life. that? I saw it. Oh. Yeah. Let's talk about the director a little bit here in uh, James Gunn. Uh, pretty much, if you don't know, he comes from the world of trauma. He does, and he's kind of a big deal now. <laughs> he's a very big deal. <laughs> yeah, very big deal. Very big deal. He has arguably the, the probably maybe the best Marvel film. Maybe the best. Arguably, arguably. Yeah, Guardians was a fantastic film. Yeah, it was, it was very good. And this was his first film. 
His first, no, Romeo. Dra- as a director. Tromeo and Juliet. This is a director. Oh, I think he wrote Tromeo. Did he write Tromeo? I thought he directed it. it as well. No, no. Okay. When he was in Tromeo, I think he did just mostly write. No, no it's, 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 it's said it's directorial debut. This okay. is his directorial debut. Cool. Good for Which him. Is fucking knocked out of the park. Holy crap impressive for your first, like. Yeah, th- how many how many Troma people actually managed to actually a lot. get a film career? I don't lot. think a lot. Who? I wouldn't say a lot. Samuel Jackson. We're talking. Like, no, I'm talking about writers. Directors. directors. What? Yeah. Uh, there's tons of actors surp- that have come from Troma. I'm surprised. You know what? I, I'm surprised. There's probably more than we know of. And the reason I say that is because if you've ever read any of, of Lloyd Kaufman's books and how he runs his set, it sounds like you have to be like a workhorse and in love with what you do. Otherwise, you're not going to survive there. Yeah. Still 15 million, man. He got 15 million on this. Yeah, from somebody. This is a hot. This is like a. No, this is a, a, like they said. This is like a, a you know a big budget. Yeah, uh, trauma movie. And it like, has the restraints uh, uh, that they would put on a trauma. If, the, if a, a big company came to trauma and said, you know, hey, we're going to remake Toxic Avenger, like they did say, yeah. um, I'm sure they would put a lot of boundaries on what trauma would be allowed to do for the money. Right. But I, here's the thing, too. Like, I think I feel like I remember when this was coming out because it was only like 2006, and like they put a big focus more on the idea that it was more like a creature feature, not a comedy. Really, like I would consider this film like really. That's oh, it's rooted in comedy. comedy well, know? this is and pretty it's, much, and it's a definitely. Um, so there's controversy behind, like, a lo- I guess when it came out, a lot of people were like, "This is just basically a straight rip off of Night of the Creeps," um, and that was like a big thing. But it, he was basically paying, oddly enough, homage to, from what I've read, from what he said, uh, it was David Cronenberg and like The Brood. And, I can see that. Uh, yeah. I forgot what other movie it was. Yeah. definitely David in the Cronenberg. design of the creatures, I see a lot of The Brood for sure. Or uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, to yeah. some extent. Yeah, I mean, there's, well. you know, all of them kind of fall in the, that same category of, like, you know, zombie, like, turn, you know, people into zombies. I just like the single consciousness of the zombies. That I was an interesting, that, that was an interesting, was like... Was a fun, like, yeah. twist on it, like, because it makes it even more dangerous, because once one sees you, they all see you. And, yeah. you know, what? that's a great plot device, too, with the uh, the teenager that, well, I guess she was a teenager. Yeah. Or twenty year old living in her parents' house. <laughs> oh, when she when she gets that when she gets to see the uh, consciousness. Oh yeah, it, it pretty much guides the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. That's like, I think that's really what, what made we her know about it important. and how it works. Like yeah, it, like she was a pretty relatively unimportant Im- character yeah, ex- up until that point, exactly. and then all of a sudden she comes in and she's the main driving force of how they f- basically figure out how this whole thing works. Right. You know. Yeah, she knows exactly how. I mean, even how the. The creature actually impregnates and how it can impregnate. Yeah, which I think was the, one of the thing cool cool things too about the creature. And one of the, one of the lines that Grant gives is that like he like never felt love before. So this is obviously I think with the, one of the first intelligent creatures. Are you talking that? about that part where he's crying? He's taking over. Which is like, oh, honey, you're crying. I thought that was kind of interesting. Like. Like, what about the creature? Was it was that it feeling emotions? I, I believe I so. so. Yeah. Okay. yeah, because it's the first time that the creature itself had ever ever felt love. So that's why it was so obsessed with Starla the whole movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because it was part of it. Was it, it obviously takes part of you, not all of you. It can't control. It's the understanding all of, you. of what what is it? What it, a symbiotic relationship? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's kind of like a venom or whatever. Like you have a little bit of yourself, you have a little bit of the alien. But gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a Venom good, approach. Good re- what, that, it was reference. a really good reference. It actually was. <laughs> I mean, I think it is. <laughs> Just, oh, they should have tried a bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
if they had just rang a bell, bell. If they just yeah. would have rang a bell, this whole thing could have stopped. Fine. They would have been all right. Take them to a rocket test site, you know. Yeah. Anything it, with loud noise. Loud noise. Just play a guitar yeah. loudly. <laughs> you win. You don't need a grenade. <laughs> How funny is that grenade scene? It, oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Crap. Oh, my God. Just him getting smacked around was hilarious. Wait, does anybody know how to use a grenade? It's three seconds, right? I thought it was more like five or eight. Still, that was a lot longer than five or oh, eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Probably. like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot longer. I was waiting for it to explode. Maybe it is some... 30 seconds. I don't know. I don't that know. I've never used a grenade before. Long. That seems pretty long. I don't know. I had a. F- I had a... It's a movie. You got to uh, yeah. suspend If there's time. any military personnel out there that know how to use a grenade, it's like <laughs> Troll 2 when he only had 30 how seconds. How stupid we are when it comes to munitions. He got two minutes. Yeah, uh, so that scene's really good. Uh, Cody that, was in the Coast Guard. Didn't she use a grenade? No, what the hell did we use grenades for? In the <laughs> Coast Guard? Fishing? Wait, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... Um, Whale protection, shark protection. <laughs> you never know. You never know what kind of creatures are out there in one, the ocean deep. One thing that I think uh, Gunn proves over and over again that he can do, and not Tommy Gunn, Chris, not Tommy Gunn. <laughs> I was James watching Gunn. Rocky Five earlier. Right? <laughs> we were watching Rocky yeah. Five. Uh, one of the things is that I think that he can do better than a lot of directors right now, even in comedy realm, action realm, whatever, is comedic timing. Yeah, he's really good at it. Oh, Dude, yeah. he, I don't know if it's, if it's because... I, or who his editor is, maybe because the editing also has a lot to do with that. Oh, a lot of it's picking your actors too. Yeah, yeah. The right act, Oh, yeah. I, I, know, I, I know he. I know he has a lot of friends in the comedy world. Yeah. Um, the Nerdist people talk about him a lot that they knew him before he did this. So, and then Trauma had a lot of stand-up comedians that did some of their old later films. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive that we watched Toxie Three. I think. And I was like, that's a stand-up comedian. That's a stand-up comedian. Am okay. I, am I, I, don't I, don't I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Good conversation so far. Yeah. Whatever. Cody, Cody <laughs> is, it. This is great for a Cody podcast. is my Just portal to it. the trauma world. I did not know really much about trauma until uh, Cody enlightened me. It's a great world to, to its live existence. In. <laughs> yeah. As you can see, Traumaville. I mean, it just turned out one of the most popular directors, I think. Oh, in he's recent the, memory. one of the most in demand. Yeah. Like. And you can even tell from his first film, he had it though. Like th- this, this movie is—it's got a vision for it's sure. It's got a vision. It's got a style. It's it got... snaps. It's quick. Yeah. He he tells a a a, a good story. He's got the the, I... the comedy is is never too far like in between. Or, but either of the scares. That's like, what I'm saying. He, and I'm not rating this yet. I'm just saying. Like, he, he managed was, he, to squeeze like every genre of film that he wanted to make like into this. Like, it's got and a, he wrote it too. It's got so its romance. It's got its horror. It's got its action. It's, it's a got film. It's a film comedy. Fans film. Yeah. It's a film fans film. Oh, I like, agree. I yeah. agree, 100. percent You know what? Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about Slither. We're just here to take you to get some help. Right now. And I'm gonna stay by you. Just like I swore I would. For better or worse. Watch fucking worse. Grant. Marriage is a sacred bond. Right, baby? Alright guys, we're back and we're talking about Slither. 2006. Slather. 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 How are you doing, Cody? Something just slither out of you? Uh, (laughs) He came in the room and he said he felt dehydrated. I'm sick right now and I'm just not doing well. (laughs) Um, 
so let's talk about Slither. Oh my god! Came out in 2006. It was a flop. Um, are, we re- are we redoing the intro? No. no, I'm pretty sure you said that at the beginning of the show. I didn't say it was a flop. No, we did uh, not talk okay. the no, budget. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about the budget. Nor did we talk about yeah. how much it made. Well, all right then. Oh, the we, budget, did, we did mention it was 15. Million. Oh yeah, it's 15 million for the I budget, did, yeah. and it only made 12.8, which I'm shocked by, despite having pretty stellar reviews and cast. Yeah, like cast uh, is no, good. no for I, a mainstream audience. Yeah. I, Nathan Fillion, don't was get me not wrong. Big at this time. He's a he's a he's a huge nerd favorite, but he's not a mainstream nerd favorite. He's not a mainstream favorite. That's true. He's not an A lister. Yeah, he's no, no, he's no Kevin yeah. Sorbo. And a lot of these he's actors certainly no Kevin Sorbo. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, and like Michael Rooker, like you know his face, but most people yeah, but that's because The Walking Dead is. now, yeah. now because of The Walking Dead. dead. But, but I mean, he was in a that. ton of stuff before this. Though. Oh, absolutely. He's always right. been that guy that's been around. But we, but nobody really he filled he filled this name. film up with character actors, and you know, they're unfortunately characters are not respected as much as they should be. No, except for uh, Starla. Stala. Well, Elizabeth Banks. Oh, yeah, she I mean, went on to do a lot of stuff, right? She did. Yeah. What did yeah. she do? Because she, I get her confused with all the other blondes that look like her in Hollywood. No, Elizabeth Banks is well-known. She did, uh, what was the uh, Kevin Smith movie? Zach and Mary do a porno. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else did she do? Was she in 40-Year-Old Version? Was that a different blonde? She was. She was the girl that worked in the bookshop. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you see, Chris. So was she, oh, was that I mean, the same I woman guess that I, knocked up? At or the time, one? though. I would say the most successful uh, is obviously Michael, Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I would have said. Well, isn't Jenna Fisher? She made a cameo in the. Or well, not when, a cameo, when did the but, Office come out? But but she's married to the director. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, is she? I didn't yeah. know that. Wait, Jenna. Uh, Jen, wait, yeah, really? Wait, hold on. Jenna Fisher is married to James Gunn. Oh well, there you go. I'm Holy pretty shit. sure. I mean, look, check, check me on it. Congratulations, James. Maybe this <laughs> is maybe this is about a marital rift that they had. Well, <laughs> didn't he also do that movie with her? It was a. Tro- it was released by Troma called like Lolly Love or something like that. Or? I don't remember. The only other big film that I know she did was uh, Blades of Glory. Oh, he was in Blades of Glory. Fantastic she's more, more well known for uh, Pam. Wonderful. Yeah, she's movie. she's she's well known for for The Office. Yeah, that's what she's known for. Um, uh, she she was Jenna. He he was married to Jenna Fisher from two thousand to two thousand eight. Okay, so during the okay, film. so this was the last year this film broke him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know this what? Was this was going great till Slither like happened. Performance in this. <laughs> this was about their marital rift. See, that's oh. what it was about. But he could have wrote this in college or some shit or back in the day. Nope. Who knows? <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is a hard no on We're that. We're sticking nope. with it. He wrote it in 2005, made it in 2006. Too sorry, high. Sorry, James Gunn. If Too you're high. To to this. Well, actually, it came out in 2006. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that you guys were pretty interested in that I, I guess I noticed, but I, 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 I fit so well that I didn't pay that much attention to it was the music. Yeah. So um, James Gunn is he's actually a pretty he's pretty big into music. If you if you watch uh, obviously Guardians. Guardians music plays a pretty big part, Does like with the mixtapes and stuff like that. He picked all the music f- for Guardians. Uh, Is he like Quentin Tarantino? In he's that, very in that much sense? like that. If you actually, I follow him on. Uh, he he's actually pretty big on Snapchat of all places. He's pretty okay. big on Ooh, Snapchat. I'll have to add him. And every time you add, if you add him, he'll he'll send you at least one or one a day of like whatever song he's listening to that day, and he'll post it. And it's always like kind of like a weird '80s ballad kind of thing, which I think permeates in a lot of his films. He's a musician. He is a musician. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Then, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Was he in a band or something? Yeah, in the uh, in the uh, early nineties. 
Okay. In St. Louis, but he did music for uh, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo Two, and Movie Forty Three. Which one did he do for Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo? He directed. Mo- he did Movie th- Forty Three, right? Didn't he direct, or did he just write it? I don't know if he directed. He was involved. But he did, in he that. did the music for it. Okay. I remember hearing about him doing Movie Forty Three. Um, but no, I love the music. I like. I like his. No, the stu- music is fantastic. I like his choice in music. They're very. Um, what's the word to use? They have a dichotomy. He uses dichotomy in his music towards his films. So he'll use like a happy tune to show like a sad thing. Right. Like a violent yeah. thing. Well, that yeah, end, yeah. the end scene with the, the song that Grant plays or that she plays for Grant when Grant comes back in from the fight that they yeah. had at the end it was pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 I that, feel like it's a song I've heard, but I don't really know what it is. Like it's one of those familiar songs, but. Yeah, you've heard. Was it, it like before, an '80s hit, or like was it something that was popular? I, I don't know. It just what sounds was it? so familiar. Something women. Uh, I don't. Know. I'm not. I'm gonna... every woman. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. <laughs> 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 it wasn't Whitney Houston. So good. It wasn't that song? Uh, so uh, besides the music, was there anything else that you were pretty impressed with? Uh, as far as the cinematography goes, um, it was. It wasn't that great, honestly. It was okay. I mean, I felt like every shot had movement to it. Which are you was... making fun of my list over there? <laughs> by the way, every shot had movement to I it. Like you... even the scene. There's a scene All where I heard um... when you said that was scenotography. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where Elizabeth Banks, like it just has. It's like a foot shot, and it, it shows her getting in the shower, and like even that shot had movement and like rack focusing. I was like, holy shit, like. Mm-hmm. It just seems so fluid, you know. I think that's maybe what helps with the pacing. Why this? Why the pacing? Why, is so film... s- why the film snaps so quick? Yeah, it, I thought the unsung hero of this film was definitely the editing. I think that, yeah, really yeah. what kept mo- like because everything is like with that comedic timing that pretty much comes down to editing. Um, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I made a comedy film, and that's important. What, what was it called? Oh, it's called The Greatest Lie. If you want to look it up, good luck finding it. It's, it's just called YouTube. The Greatest Lie. Yeah. Ever told? That's the short. That's the greatest shortened lie version. Ever told. The Greatest <laughs> Lie Ever Told. Ever told. Well, so it's better than even just I'll, The Greatest Lie, but one no. that was ever ever said. Yeah, because The Greatest Lie, you don't even know what it is. You don't know. That's but, why no, it's a great lie. Timing is yeah. not an easy thing, and and I learned the hard way because it was my my first film. Like I learned it through editing. Like it was like seven or eight edits I had to go through before I found the comedic timing that I was okay with i still don't like it well i feel like james gunn probably had this film edited in his head before before he even like started shooting because the correlation between like the way the cinematography is the way that characters act the pace that all that happens at and how well like it comes together in the editing i feel like he had to have a really clear idea do you think that helps being a writer director yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I think every writer director should be somewhat of an editor. I mean, you you kind of do that with your own stories if you're writing. I know, I know. Like Robert Rodriguez has like panels in his head when he comes up with things. Panels. Yeah, like he's a he's a comic book guy. Oh, he comes from a comic book background. So when he comes up with ideas, he he has panels in his head. Yeah, like I he, see. T- he sees storyboards basically. Um, I see Tommy, or I keep wanting to call him Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn. <laughs> Tommy the Gunn. What do you, what do you see him what, <laughs> going for the World I Heavyweight see, Championship? Yeah, yeah, Is that what you see? Did you see him at the, <laughs> at the title fight? At that title fight? He's got a glass jaw, though. He's got a glass jaw. James Gunn. <laughs> Is definitely the type that has no Rocky. some method of editing this together in his head before he even like gets it going. I, I would think. hope. Well, I, I would think because he would know the story so well because he wrote it mm-hmm. that he would know how. I got to give a lot out, of praise. I, I give a lot of praise because I am not not a fan of CG at all. Yeah, and I want to talk about that. It looks so 
good in this film. It's so effective. It did. It, it, you know, it was, it's interesting because this movie, this movie is kind of, I feel like, one of the one of the first films to really start to utilize what I would consider cheap, readily available CG. And it did it really well. I mean, what followed this is a lot of sci-fi pictures, originals that look awful. Mm-hmm. But this one looks so good. Like, it's so believable. I mean, there's a couple scenes where it's kind of goofy. And well, it like, when eh. it explodes at the end, well, I yeah, feel like it looks, looks kind of shitty. Goofy, but but the, the, the thing slithering, th- I thought the th- through the grass, I thought looked the like looked the best. Yeah. I think the secret to using cheap, well, I don't want to say cheap CG, but wh- whatever, like, under you, whatever, cheap CG. Let's this just is a say $15 million dollar movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, was, if, but yeah, but it's no hundred thousand dollars a second. Slugs are pretty amount, like they're amalgamous creatures. They're, there's not a lot of detail to them. You know what I mean? It's not a dinosaur. Yeah, it's no, not. It's not okay. like a structured creature. Sure. If you can use, if you can use it to make a blob or something, it probably works. Well, I think a lot of it too is 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 how you light it, yes. where you're putting it. So having this pretty much this entire film take place at night, I'm sure. Well, that, yeah, that's, that true. That, that's true. Good that, point. And, and when Grant starts to transform, he has limited screen time. And then when you look at the shots that Grant has, too, it's it's mostly from a the distance, shoulders yeah. up or a distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah like and that's not to say that there isn't practical in this. There's quite a no. Few there's practical. quite but a that's, practical. That's great. That's good. what they great. did it right because they blended the quote unquote cheap CG with the practical just enough to make it still look practical. Like I think the best practical effect is when. That heavy set dude takes his clothes off and like yeah oh, morphs and melds with that thing. into it. Yeah. Like it's like they must have like that was a blend of CG and practical. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was all practical. No, it was like they, they just taken a was... big latex blob and they just put like maybe some petroleum jelly on it or something. No, because like I I watched like, that. It was fascinating. I saw that scene twice and I really I was looking at it. But yeah, you could see because like so, some of the stuff bonds to his face. A little sooner than okay. he actually connects with it, I guess. So maybe so. that's the secret. Maybe when you use CG in small areas, yeah, it should just be there to accentuate exa- yeah, the exactly. idea that you want. You Is know, accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> but also, no, but the, I've, I've, no, oh, and how about the fucking? Sorry, I want to go back to yeah. one more, <laughs> one ahead. more effect that was awesome. Fuck Is the fucking? It, was it what was her name in the barn? <laughs> oh, the, yeah, no, Brenda? Brenda. Brenda. That's the, what I was saying. Was that yeah. all practical? That had to be practical, right? When she was talking, she that was I, a yeah. practical effect. I think yeah. a lot of it was practical. If anything, they that wouldn't have been a hard practical thing just to hand do. Me no, but it just looks so good. It does. Can you just hand me a little bit of that possum over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. The mayor runs out throwing up. <laughs> oh, the, let's bring up the mayor for a second. Can the we? Un, the unsung hero of the film. <laughs> really, first scene. Mayor Greg first Henry. Scene. Yeah. Hey, cocksucker, move your Jack fucking truck. <laughs> hey, Mayor. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Morning, Mayor. It's such a great introduction to a character to have him be so vulgar and then to be like, hey, Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because you didn't see it coming. You're you just don't like, Who's think this so yeah, but dude, that opening, You think he's some pompous, rich guy. But the opening also is really great, too, with just like showing the town and like the priest smoking. Yeah. And, like, just the little it looked kind of like it looked kind of like derelict in this. You know what I mean? Like that everybody seemed a little off, like from the beginning, like homeless or something. Like the whole town, the whole town's homeless. Kinda, Chris, that doesn't make I don't sense. Know, did, they made it <laughs> give it this kind of gritty, rundown feel. Well, I got the understanding that it was a small town for no, sure. No, like I said, I think he depicted it in a way that city folk would see. Country folk or a small town. They see yeah. it as hickish. Is it, like, is it ever even established? Kind of like almost Hills has eyes a little bit, but not quite. Is it even established where this takes place? Like specifically? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Wheelsley. 
We yeah, but where? What Weasley? state? What state? Yeah. No, Weasley. Weasley. Weasley was. So it's Weasley. Just, Weasley. So, Weasley. So it's a generic city. It's a generic town. Southern town. Yeah, Weasley. It's from there. Right, but we don't know what state. We don't know. It's like Weasley, They're Kentucky, all over. or it's Weasley. Like, it's like Paris. <laughs> They're all over. <laughs> okay. All right. There's one in every state. Paris, LA, so Paris, it, Missouri. So it is, it, it is to some extent a generic understanding of how city folk view country folk. I sure. Know. Yeah, that's I think uh, so. our theory, I guess. No, that's the my that's the took I took on it. The I mean, if you I don't took. tell me where you're from, then I like, gotta look at, imagine. Look at, the, look at the small town somewhere. Look at the yeah. background characters and and look at their look and how they were casted. Like it's totally they all have character faces. You know what I mean? They're all beat up, rough looking, normal. Normal looking people, like overweight, you know what I mean, or like strung out kind of looking, or or you know missing a couple teeth, yeah. like stuff like that. Not like to the point to where it's extreme, just normal. Who you would see, and it's not normal, all interesting. Yeah, it's not all good looking white people walking around in the background. Hey, Jim, you know, like <laughs> yeah. dressed in fucking khakis in a button up shirt. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it, it, it's, it's super. Not, it's fitting. not a bunch of wasps walking around. Wasps. No. Well, they. It's super, I mean, super, yeah. super fitting you know the for term the movie wasp? in the town. Yeah. I don't think Chris did. It makes he, that, he didn't get it, but you got it, Mike. I got it. I know what a wasp is. It makes that town super believable in, in the realm that it's in. Look, yeah. they're celebrating deer season. Uh, which is that a is hilarious speech, hilarious. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> given by the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> he has such a, he has he has a lot of the great lines, but not to be undercut by the sheriff, who has the sheriff yeah. has some Bill. Of the, yeah, he's some of the best timing, but he, it's all his one His lines are more undercut, but brilliant they are because yeah. they're simple they're and not they're like just... these big grandiose like monologues or and whatever about the mr pitt i mean that's fucking hysterical mm-hmm. yeah but i mean well, now that is some yeah. fucked up shit <laughs> yeah well, it, uh, no it's all one-liners shit. and nathan fillion fucking kills it yeah kills it <clears throat> and he's so likable and as as the cop and you do want him to end up with you know yeah Starlet he's the better and... choice. He is the better. He's not as you creepy. Know, I was like, why is Elizabeth Banks marrying Michael Rooker? Like, they don't look like they belong together at all. No one looks like they, they belong even talk with about Rooker. that. <laughs> they do. They describe exactly why, and Nathan Fillion actually points it out. What is it? Well, he says like, well, what, what would you do? You're a small town girl, and then some rich guy comes along, and well, her parents died, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. So he comes along, and he gives her the compassion she wants, and he he has money. It's not to say that he wasn't a bad guy because I I really did believe about his character that he was a nice guy. No, so did I. When he, he has the opportunity to cheat, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't true. do it. He, I, I I like what Bill says to Margaret after he says, uh, "Hell, if, if if he had a China, you'd married him too." And the kid's like, "What's a China? <laughs> yeah. It's a country, it's, you know, where Chinese people come from. <laughs> learn, learn to eavesdrop better." Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. It is good. If that, you, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna. Be iffy on this film. The one-liners are definitely yeah, the worth it. Is, like, is worth the viewing. Yeah, is well worth it. I don't even think there's anything really that iffy about the like. I'll go into likes and dislikes. I don't really have any dislikes. Does anybody else like? It's a solid fucking film throughout. Like dislikes. I. Yeah, see, we have cricket effects playing. I do, I do, I do kind of have a dislike. I, to be honest with you, like, although I had a lot of fun with them, I didn't feel extremely connected to any of the characters in this film. I think that was on purpose, though. Yeah, probably because of the nature of the film and like you want you want to you want to believe that anybody can die at any point in time. That's that's the hallmark I think of a great horror is when you don't get too connected and you don't know who might might 
get off next. And honestly, if I had to pick one, I would say Michael Rooker's character as the slug is probably the one that I felt the most for, like at least towards the end when he starts to have like him, like um, oh, because he's still in there and stuff like that. He's like, still in there, but. Elizabeth Banks, I don't know. She didn't really do much for me. So I, I mean, you know, and I, the mayor was great, of course, but that's just comedy. I mean, you know, he just was is really good at doing. Well, he's definitely the comic relief. The story's more about. I, I it honestly, all evolves around Elizabeth Banks. It all evolves around Star. Which Love. maybe is my only complaint is that I don't think she was that strong for me. Personally. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I would can agree see with that, that for too. sure. Um, I mean, there's a weird moment in terms of like a writing perspective. There is a weird moment how the girl that gets the slug in her mouth and then becomes part of the consciousness for a little bit. Yeah. And then she becomes like throughout the second half of the film, she's not really a major part of the first part of the film. No. And she kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. She comes out of nowhere. And then it's kind of like, I want to say it's a cheap writing tactic to do it, but it worked well enough that I feel like it's not. Yeah, like well, I, I, I mean, like the idea. She that was they introduced did before that. I mean, very, she, but she, very she was introduced because she was part of the family whose barn they were. Staying but that in happens. Exactly. That happens. But it's such like a weird further scene down. The yeah. Road. What's the line the dad says when she's like, uh, "He's sounds like a Pokemon to me." Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> it's like God. Again, the dialogue is just. <laughs> It's gold in this movie, man. Like it is. the writing, Mr. Dialogue wise, is she, yeah. No, she does come out. She does come out of left field, but she is a pivotal character. Yeah. And notice that those two. She essentially is the one that and kind of basically. I liked it. I, I liked that's it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I want to say from a like a structural standpoint, it's bad, but it works. So what? What, what the fuck do I know? The family. Like, the family. I really works, enjoyed too. If it works, it works. Yeah. Exactly. The, the farm family, like they were creepy, dude, with the blood oh, out of the mouth. Oh, yeah. the you kids. know what? You know what's you. You know, I, oh, re- can I, I, just I read something yeah. online is that the the parents of that farm family were the next door neighbors that were the Satan worshippers in Rosemary's Baby. Oh really? my god! Man, yeah. they've got some really good good, wow, good roles in that. Cool. Their history. I want to say cool. that I, I I always respect a uh, <laughs> filmmaker when he kills kids. Yeah, I, I want to say bold that. Move. Like not that. that I hate kids or anything like that, but it's a bold move that is not Listen, normally utilized. Those killing girls... dogs and killing kids. Like that's those girls were reading goosebumps. They knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, they they chose their own adventure. They were asking, <laughs> for dude. It. They kill they kill a bunch of animals in this one, huh? Peter must have been pissed because <laughs> Grant do. goes on a slaughter. What's that bit? That that deer that attacks him in the sheriff's oh, uh, yeah. office? Is when it a deer? I thought it was a yeah. dog. No, it was, no, it was a, a deer. deer. It looked like a deer to yeah, me. Yeah, wow. that's why at the end he's like, tell a story about how I uh, how I saved you from a deer. Yeah. Oh yeah, he saved, he saved me from a deer. <laughs> I like, I like okay. the line too when they when they're at the farm and they're like trying to figure out how he dragged the cow off and then all the dead dogs are around and this the the deputy that comes out of like the brush and is like, "There's a head clear over here." And he's holding up a, 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 a like a sh- uh, German Shepherd head. Oh my god! <laughs> Just drops yeah, they didn't it. shy away from that's that's the trauma <laughs> element I see. Is I thought he looked not, I thought he looked yeah. like a squid. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're not afraid to push the boundaries because they can do it in the in a way to where you're, you can laugh at it. Oh, he put, yeah no he he definitely like that was a sex scene between Grant and. Brenda and Brenda, yeah, yeah. It wasn't because it was an alien. Yeah, thing. it was kind of gross to he, watch, like, but yeah, he found his way around, like putting, like, come on, this, the slug when it gets in the bathtub is totally a, like a reference to sperm. Think so? 
Look at it. Yeah. It's, it, it's a, it's, it moves like a sperm, and it's moving in between her legs. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. There's some reverse. There's some reverse. Like the slug going in people's mouths and her specifically. That grossed mouth. me out when she had it in her mouth. I was like, oh, like I started to kind of like feel it. I was yeah. like, blah. Like, um, and it's like, what is it doing? Chewing on your tongue or something? Like, then she like get, goes through that whole thing and then yanks it out and is like spitting up blood. That just yep. like, yeah. it gave me the chills. And and it manages to give us at least some semblance of a backstory for this alien. Which I thought was so yeah. cool. That was, was a really great cool. thing to put in It gave in it there. enough. Without harping I, on it. Where yeah. I understood it, where I didn't have to be like, I don't need to know much more backstory of this. I yeah. get it. It came from a different planet and this is, this is how they operate. Yeah. This is how they operate. You know what happened, yeah. right? What? Ice Cube set it free. Uh, Ghost to Mars? Is that what you're saying? Ice Cube set free. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> he was on Mars. They got slugs this big. <laughs> they got slugs out there this big. That's what this movie was missing. Ice Cube. That's definitely what it was missing. Some of your favorite death scenes. Did anyone have a favorite death scene at all? I like the guy getting split in half. Oh yeah, that was. Cool. Oh, that, that was, was really, that was really well cool. Done. Had yep. we really seen that move before? Yeah, like uh, vampires, yeah. John Carpenter. Oh, vampires. that's right. That, that was two thousand one or something, right? But it yeah. comes out of nowhere so quickly. Like he can... that one's really good, and I like the headshot. Oh yeah, oh the deputy with it, and the the that comes out, the worm comes out. Yeah, top. Yeah, super good. Yeah, I that feel was like, a really good death. Yeah, I I I, I <laughs> that and uh when. <laughs> When Car uh, Starla s- stabs, stabs him in the throat, I was about to say that. the in the throat and then kicks him in the head. She's fucking hardcore. <laughs> bitch is hardcore. Bitch is hardcore. So good. Oh, there is. Yeah, I like it when they, when you're talking you're talking about the part where she stabs him with that like spike, the comb. Yeah, or the brush. No, no, no. no. I'm talking no, about the one where she's in the okay. throat after she's... after he hits her hits the guy with the car. After he she hits stabs the him in the throat. Oh. What I like about that scene. Specifically, is that there's a silent moment. There's a silent pause where, just where they all have to like her. process that a little bit. Like, is she enjoying this? It's like, <laughs> like almost like is she enjoying? It's like, it just, it, it panned to like drop jaws as yeah. they're just watching. <laughs> yeah, and she's like frantically screaming, like moving this thing back and forth. And kicks it in the head twice. Yeah, and walks yeah. Away. <laughs> just to just give good measure. Mm-hmm. What's the great? Remember that granny character? That comes in like towards the end when uh, isn't she in like the basement or something like that? Yeah, like, shouting, "Don't she's judge a, me!" Or yeah, something yeah, shit. she's an eater. She's a breeder. Oh my sorry. God, that that creeped me out too. Yeah. That was a pretty I, th- creep- I saw a lot of Evil Dead in that in that oh, scene. Let's yeah. let's just talk about the opening scene. Now that we're talking about Evil Dead, the opening scene where there's a uh, what is it a uh, like a the, steady cam shot? The two sheriffs, a running steady cam shot. No, there's oh a, through the forest, yeah, yeah. That was oh, demon, that is ripped yeah. that is a right de- from demon Evil Dead. Right <laughs> yeah, there for sure. absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I, Evil Dead, man, they just influenced so many things. I think that it especially did right. Like, I mean, yeah. it just got it right. Especially low budget filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's an easy shot to do. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I mean, run with a camera. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah, got it. Keep it steady enough. Well, and if he's and if he's a fanboy enough to throw some goosebumps in there, you know he's borrowing from other yeah. influences. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Hey guys, we're gonna take a break real quick. When we come back, we're gonna rate Slither. Where is the Mister Pib? I told your secretary to pack Mister Pib. It's the only Coke I like. Goddamn Brenda's exploding like a water balloon. The worms driving my friends around like they're goddamn skin cars. People are spitting acid at me, turning you into kind of cheese, and now there's no fucking goddamn Mr. Pib. Jesus Christ, Jack, let me get right on it. 
right, guys, we're back. We're talking about Slither, and I say we just go ahead and we uh, rate this Mammer Jammer. Chris, what are we going to um, rate it? <laughs> we're going to go with squids tonight. <laughs> we're going to do squids. squids. <laughs> I like it. I'll go first, oddly enough. I don't think I ever do that, uh, but I will say that I enjoy when you mix sci-fi with a horror movie and a comedy. Put them all together, you throw a little Nathan Fillion in there, you dice it up with some Elizabeth Banks, <laughs> Dash and Michael Roker. You got yourself yeah. an omelet. And you got yourself a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic film. Slither omelet. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I really enjoy this film. It's, it's more fun than anything else. Uh, I'll give it four. Yeah, you're gonna go out and buy this one. Oh yeah, you'll be seeing this on the Instagram soon, at some point. Who wants to go next? Why don't you just assign people? Yeah, assign people. Uh, You're the host. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna give it uh, four squids. It, it it's just a fun film, and it it's a filmmaker's film. You can tell there's a lot of homage to other horror films, sci-fi films, comedy. There's a lot of comedy in it. Great one-liners, great dialogue. Like, what's there not to like about this film? It was underappreciated, at least in terms of box office, but I feel like it wasn't underappreciated in terms of fandom. Um, yeah, there, there's nothing more for me to say. It's great. It's, it's a good film for four squids. Kyle? Yeah. Uh, I am also going to do four squids on this one. Uh, this movie, like you said, Cody, is just pure fun. Um, there's enough there's enough gore and comedy and and action to kind of please any, any fanboy at all, so... Um, great movie. I would highly recommend it. Four squids. That's four from Kyle. Let's go to Chris. Chris, this is your pick. How many squids? I'm going with four also. Um, uh, I, I really respect the path that James Gunn has taken, like, you know, his past and his future. I feel like he's got, as a, as a filmmaker, as a filmmaker, yeah, a director, yeah. a writer, you know, I think he's really, uh, he's got a, a special something, um, and yeah, it is definitely being able to pay homage to, um, you know, what people loved about, uh, independent horror films. And this mm-hmm. is not an independent horror film, but it does feel like one or like it could have been. Um, I like that it kind of brought the creature element into it, the sci-fi element, the comedy was amazing. Um, and yeah, it's, and maybe it did miss the mark at the box office, but it's definitely appreciated in, um, the cult world, the cult film world, cult film the too. horror film world. I mean, people really, you know, know that this film is well done. So it's going to be a four for me, and I would definitely buy it. I think that's cult films by definition, isn't it? Like most of them, just just they don't get it at the box office. People don't get it, but and, and honestly, I don't think they did too bad. I mean, it could have really bombed it, but you know, it made twelve point eight million, <laughs> and it cost fifteen. I'm sure it's made that fifteen. I mean, the guy, back. the guy had no lack of career after this. I mean, no, now, now he's whatsoever. making hundred million. It didn't films, ruin anybody's, I mean, uh, you know, perception of yeah. what he was capable of doing. So yeah, exactly. So. so yeah, it's it's awesome. Well done, James Gunn. Good well job, done. buddy. All right, guys. Well, that's our show for this week. Join us next week. Uh, we'll be talking more about cult films. Uh, first, though, visit us on Facebook at Cult Film Review. Find us on Twitter at Cult Film underscore Review. Find us on Instagram at Cult Film underscore Review. You can also follow Mike at... At Mike Salustio on Twitter. And I write about film on Frame Friendly. <laughs> Did, yes, it he so good. Did it again. So good. again. Framely filmmaking. <laughs> One day, that's because, that's because everything's in frame. I gotta, I gotta look back on this. It was, it was a bad tongue twister for a podcast. I name <laughs> it after some Spider-Man reference. But uh, yeah, friendlyneighborhoodfilmmaking.com. One day, someone's gonna find that website. <laughs> yeah, someday, someday. 
<laughs> someone's gonna, someday, someone's gonna put the gonna clues together. I have fun with it will when they read it. Yeah, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Colt Film Cody. Uh, send us your picks. We are always interested in what you want us to watch. So send them to us. We do watch them. All right, guys. So remember, if you're gonna join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>